This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 60 degrees at 604. Forecast for today, we could have some rocky weather firing up a little bit later on. The National Weather Service is saying that for the greater Binghamton area, there's a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly late afternoon. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Otherwise, partly sunny today, warm and a high in the low to mid-80s. Now, the National Weather Service in Binghamton says there is a potential for flooding in communities to the west of Binghamton for the later part of the day and throughout the night. Flood watch is in effect for an area that stretches from just west of Syracuse down to the northern part of Virginia. For Tioga County in New York and Bradford County in Pennsylvania, the watch is in effect from noon today to 1 a.m. tomorrow. Forecaster says there's a potential for some water problems due to the possibility of heavy rain from multiple thunderstorms. Some areas could see one to three inches of rain with locally higher amounts up to five inches. The National Weather Service says excessive runoff may result and flooding of rivers, creeks, streams, and other low-lying and flood-prone locations. Creeks and streams could spill their banks, and flooding could be a problem in the usual urban poor drainage areas like underpasses. Residents are encouraged to monitor later forecasts and be alert for possible flood warnings, and then they should be ready to take quick action to get out of harm's way. Endicott police are now releasing the name of that pedestrian who died after being hit by a car near a convenience store at North McKinley Avenue on June 6. Police say 59-year-old Richard Gormandy of Endicott died of his injuries last week. The name of the 35-year-old woman who had been driving the car has not been released, and, be, and police say they have not filed any charges. Gormandy was hit by the Honda Acura, leaving the parking lot of the Apple Food Store as he was crossing the street at North McKinley Avenue at Watson Boulevard. Shortly before 2 p.m., the man was taken to Wilson Hospital where he died. Police say their investigation is continuing and the woman driving the car has not been charged at this time. WMBF First News Time 606. While the numbers of new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations slowly fall in Broome County and remain in the single digits for Tioga County, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention still has the two counties listed at medium risk for community transmission of the coronavirus, while other southern tier counties are listed as low in the weekly CDC map update. Broome County over the past week has reported three additional deaths since the June 13th reporting, with one of those yesterday bringing the pandemic total to 520. Tioga's morbidity has remained at 85 since May 16th. Broome County yesterday reported a five-day average of 99 new cases, falling below 100 for the first time since March. Still, the Broome County Health the Public Health Director, Mary McFadden, says deaths from COVID-19 in May had exceeded the rate for the same period last year. Shenango County yesterday reported its first COVID-19-related death since May 22nd, with a pandemic death toll now at 124. In Pennsylvania, Bradford County remains the COVID hotspot in the northern tier. This week, that county exceeded 17,000 cases. 101 new cases pushed the number to 17,049. One more resident died last week and another this week for a total of 214. Susquehanna County had no new deaths, maintaining last week's total of 114 after another death was recorded between June 13th and the 20th. There were 35 new cases for the week. 
Wayne County also had an additional death for each of the last two weeks. For a total of 175, there were 89 new cases over the past week. WMBF First News Time 608. Health officials are encouraging parents to get shots for their youngest children now that the CDC has approved COVID-19 vaccines for children as young as six months old. While the New York Health Department is working on guidelines and getting vaccines to local clinics, residents can consult with their health care provider for scheduling vaccines. Everyone who is eligible is encouraged to get vaccinated against COVID-19 to prevent serious illness, hospitalization, or death. Those who have gotten the vaccine are also urged to get the booster shots as a best defense against becoming ill and spreading the virus. In Broome County, information on booster clinics can be found at www.gobroomcounty.com slash vaccines. Shenango County Health Department is hosting a free COVID booster shot clinic next Monday for residents age 18 and older for all three approved vaccines. The clinics will be from 1 until 3 p.m. at Wheeler Park on Borden Avenue in Norwich. No appointment is needed. It's 609 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Shop Toyota, Chevy, BMW, and pre owned at GaltAuto.com. Uh oh. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And it's 610 on this Wednesday morning. We can tell you things are normal for a Wednesday around here. No major travel problems. And that is, of course, a good thing. We'll keep you posted throughout the day. We'll try to keep you out of a jam. Yes, you don't want to wind up in a big backup. Like that backup that happened on the Brandywine for a little while last evening with people coming downtown for the big Rumble Ponies game. That cleared shortly after the game started. Anyway, this morning, everything is fine. No serious crashes or problems on roadways around the area. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly sunny today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms late in the day. High 83 tonight. Showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Low 60. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 72. Mostly sunny Friday. High 82. Right now it's 60 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio WNBF. And there is a potential for some flooding in the region tonight and possibly into early tomorrow, especially areas more to the west of Binghamton. Uh, many counties uh, west of Broome are subject to a flood watch right now. So a flood watch will be in effect starting at noon today, running through late tonight. That includes Tioga County. Broome County is not included in that flood watch area at this time. Forecasters say a band of thunderstorms will set up with heavy rainfall. Some areas saying multiple thunderstorms could get one to three inches of rain with locally higher amounts, perhaps as much as five inches. Flooding caused by excessive rainfall is possible, and that would include Tioga, Tompkins, and Yates counties in New York, as well as Bradford County in Pennsylvania. Excessive runoff could result in flooding of rivers, creeks, streams, and other low-lying and flood 
prone locations. Creeks and streams may rise out of their banks and flooding may occur in poor drainage and urban areas. Again, that flood watch will be in effect starting at noon today, running through late tonight. In our area, primary concern is Tioga County. Broome County is not included in the flood watch at the moment. Right now, 60 in downtown Binghamton, WNBF. It's June 22nd, a Wednesday morning. Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White and James Kelly. First News Binghamton. A lot to talk about today, including what they called a record-setting crowd at the stadium in downtown Binghamton to see Max Scherzer with his rehab start. We'll have details on that and more coming up in sports right here on News Radio WNBF News Time 613. at WNBF, it's sports time with James Kelly. The Yankees lost 5-4 to the Rays last night. Nestor Cortez gave up two home runs in the first and four and one-thirds inning pitched with four runs allowed total. Marwin Gonzalez had a two-run home run. DJ LeMay, who had a two-run single, and the Yankees are now 50-18. and And Aaron Judge's arbitration here today, he submitted 17 million, or he submitted 21 million. The Yankees submitted 17 million, so we'll have clarity on his contract for the 2022 season soon. The Mets lost 8-2 to to the Houston Astros. Trevor Williams allowed three runs over four innings. Jason Shreve allowed four runs in just one one inning. Pete Alonso hit a home run and Eduardo Escobar hit a home run. The Mets are now 45 and 25. For the Rumble Ponies, last night was Max Scherzer day, but they lost 7 to 6 before a record crowd at Moravido Stadium. Max Scherzer threw three and one-thirds innings, gave up two runs, and had six strikeouts. Jose Buto had two innings and five runs allowed. And a three-run home run from Francisco Alvarez gave the Rumble Ponies a good shot to win, but they couldn't get it done in the end. In the NHL, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Most Valuable Player Award. And in the NFL, Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement again. So we'll see how long that lasts this time. And when people announce their retirements in professional sports, all I do is shake my head. It's like, okay. It's like, who is that guy, the cheater from the New England Football Club? Oh, are you You referencing Tom Brady? Oh, him. Yeah. So... uh, and I hate to call people cheaters when they're beloved, and truly he is an American treasure. But having said that, many people have said that he was viewed as a cheater within the NFL corporation. So, but he didn't he retire once and then come back, or well, he retired after this past season for like a week. Oh, that's then, it. Yeah, all of a sudden once. My, it seemed like he might want to go to the Miami Dolphins. All yeah. of a sudden, that didn't pan out. And he's like, oh, okay, I, I guess I'll stay in Tampa Bay. That's fine. And, you know, with Rob Gronkowski, we'll see. Last year, he said he was retiring. And week yeah. 10, there he was in Tampa Bay. Well, you know, they're entitled if they want attention. And we all do. We all want attention. So I think that's why they retire and then unretire. And that's good. You know, I think a lot of times, in my opinion, James, it's about the money. I think at at Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski's point, I think you're just, you know, out there to have fun, out there to win. I don't know. I still think it's ultimately about the money. Well, you get home, you realize, you know what, like, this is kind of crazy. Like, there's a lot of kids running around this house. They're loud all the time. And all of a sudden, you're like, maybe it wasn't that bad getting hit by 300-pound linemen. I would love it. 
it's a benefit, I guess. For that money. I mean, yeah. If, you know. If you're choosing between running around with screaming kids at 6 o'clock in the morning or getting hit by a 300-pound man trying okay. to kill you on live television. like As my friend used to say, which uh, eye do you want the uh, pencil to poke into? You know, left or right? It's... E- equally fine choices. James Kelly with sports. And by the way, that was quite a, a night at the stadium. We'll be talking more about uh, the uh, big crowd at Morabito Stadium as the morning goes on. Right here on News Radio, WNBF News Time, 619. Mount- Six twenty WNBF on a Wednesday morning with money news. Global shares are lower as markets shrug off a Wall Street rally and await the congressional testimony of Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell. European benchmarks fell in early trading after shares in Asia finished lower, including in Japan, Australia, South Korea, and China. U.S. futures also down. Dow futures down three sixty seven. Nasdaq futures down. 188. Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman is set to make his first visit to Turkey following the killing of Saudi columnist Jamal Khashoggi in Istanbul. The Crown Prince set to meet with Turkey's leader on Wednesday. Turkey and Saudi Arabia are trying to repair ties that have been badly strained. Thousands of farmers are driving their tractors along roads and highways across the Netherlands heading for a mass protest against the Dutch government's plans to rein in emissions of nitrogen oxide and ammonia. The National Infrastructure Authority urged drivers to delay their travel because of the slow-moving convoy of trailers snarling roads heading toward the central Netherlands. It's the latest in money news. We'll have more business news later this hour here on News Radio WNBF News Time 622 First News Radio 1290 WNBF 623 time now for the doctors sponsored by UHS A better life with Dr. Samjay Gupta Growing up how many times did you hear an aspirin a day keeps the doctor away More recently, over the last 10 years or so, there's been an increasing amount of disagreement regarding whether taking a low-dose aspirin a day really is a good idea to prevent a heart attack or a stroke. The American Heart Association and the American College of Cardiology have both backed away from the aspirin a day advice. And now, the United States Preventative Services Task Force is doing the same. If you've never heard of the USPSTF, they're an influential group of medical experts who make recommendations that guide doctors' decisions. The group now says people over the age of 60 should not start taking a daily aspirin because the risk of internal bleeding outweighs the potential benefits. People between the ages of 40 and 59, they should talk to their doctor about what should be best for them. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. If you're in healthcare, you know the power of data. At NRC Health, we know data isn't enough. Going beyond data to genuinely connect with each person is what really matters. That's the power of human understanding. At NRC Health, harnessing that power is everything, helping you improve care for everyone. It's the secret ingredient for the smartest healthcare systems. Go deeper at nrchealth.com.
Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, sponsored by UHS. WNBF News Time 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Watch out for work zones this week. Of course, uh, Broome County Highway crews, as well as state DOT crews, will be doing mowing in various spots around the Binghamton area, so keep an eye out for that. Striping is also planned on county and town roadways as well, so pay attention. Slow down in work zones, as they say. Give them a break. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. It'll start off rather nice and then turn out rather wet and potentially wild later today. It'll be partly sunny, a chance of showers and thunderstorms developing late in the day. High 83 tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. Low 60. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 72. Mostly sunny Friday. High 82. Right now in downtown Binghamton at 60 at News Radio WNBF, WNBF.com. Flood watch in effect for the western sections of our region. Flood watch does not include Broome County, but it does include Tioga County. The flood watch will be in effect starting at noon today and running through late tonight. WNBF News Time 627. Here's a question. Entertainment News. Bill Cosby sexually assaulted 16-year-old Judy Hutt at the Playboy Mansion in 1975, and he knew she was underage. That's the finding of a jury in Los Angeles County. It's a civil trial, so Cosby won't be locked up, but he was ordered to pay Hutt $500,000. Outside court after the verdict, Hutt said, It's been torture. It has. Just to be ripped apart, you know, thrown under the bus, backed over, and this to me is such a big victory. Cosby's team says they'll appeal. I'm all shook up. Honoring mm-hmm. Elvis in Hollywood. His ex-wife, Priscilla Presley, their daughter, Lisa Marie, and their granddaughters putting their hands in cement in front of the TCL Chinese Theater, ahead of this weekend's release of the movie Elvis. Certainly, had Elvis lived, he would have been given this honor and proudly become a part of this great Hollywood tradition and Hollywood history. AMC renewing its brand new drama, Dark Winds, for season two. And happy birthday, Cindy Lauper. The iconic singer is 69 today. Jason Athenson, ABC News. Hollywood. Well, happy birthday to Cindy and happy birthday to you if you're celebrating today. WNBF News Time 629. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 60 degrees at 630. The forecast for today for the greater Binghamton area is calling for a potential of some some thunderstorms for later on today. There is a flood watch in effect for areas to the west 
of the greater Binghamton area, Tioga County, Bradford County, Pennsylvania, falling into that from about noon today to one tomorrow morning, a potential for some flooding in a string of strong thunderstorms. A high today getting into the 80s. The House January 6th committee has heard some chilling, tearful testimony that Donald Trump's relentless pressure to overturn the 2020 presidential election led to widespread threats against some local workers and state officials. The panel focused yesterday on election workers and officials who fended off the defeated president's demands to find additional votes or voter fraud. It heard from Arizona's Republican State House Speaker Rusty Bowers and Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger about the pressure from the former president, including Trump's call asking the Georgia official to, quote, find 11,780 votes to prevent Joe Biden's victory. An earthquake in Afghanistan has killed at least 920 people. A magnitude 6.1 earthquake striking remote parts of eastern Afghanistan, with officials saying hundreds were injured. Photographs on Afghan media show houses reduced to nothing and bodies covered in blankets on the ground. Officials fear dozens could still be trapped under the rubble. An Interior Ministry official saying, quote, the death toll is likely to rise as some of the villages are in remote areas in the mountains and it will take some time to collect details, end quote. Rescuers are using helicopters to reach the injured. In Esdalekwatera, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. WMBF First News Time 632. Pennsylvania State House Republicans are blocking a proposal to prevent those ages 18 to 21 from possessing assault-style rifles. They voted in legislative committee yesterday to completely change the bill into a constitutional amendment to allow anyone to carry concealed weapons. It's the second week in a row that Republicans in the Judiciary Committee in Pennsylvania have used their majority to defeat Democratic proposals to address the country's gun violence. The bill would have prevented those under the age of 21 from purchasing, possessing, or transporting the types of weapons that have often been used to kill and wound people in mass shootings. WMBF News Time 633. Binghamton police are investigating an incident where it might have been said that a sport utility driver hit rock bottom in the Susquehanna River. A man apparently escaped injury after driving an SUV into the Susquehanna River near the Rock Bottom Dam on Binghamton South Side. Binghamton police say the incident was reported around quarter of seven yesterday morning. Police and firefighters responded to the river near the Park Diner in, on Conklin Avenue. Channel 34 News Director Jim Emke reported to WMBF that a witness who had been near the fishing access at the river said the driver of a Toyota RAV4 had been driving back and forth along the rocky riverbank then appeared to try to drive across the relatively shallow river until the SUV got into a deep channel trench. According to a city official, the driver got out of the SUV on his own. No injuries were reported. A fire department boat was launched, so a line could be attached to the vehicle for a towing service to pull it to shore. Binghamton police were said to be questioning the driver. Police late yesterday morning said they had no information to release on the incident. Shenango County Sheriff's officials are investigating an incident late last night involving a chase through several municipalities and a trip to the hospital for a motorcyclist. Few details are available, but authorities 
authorities reportedly pursued the biker starting at around 11 p.m. in the town of Guilford. The chase ended in the town of Norwich. Emergency communications operators say one person was transported to a hospital and the motorcycle was the only vehicle involved in the interaction with law enforcement. There was no information available about what prompted the chase, the identity, or the condition of the motorcyclist. WMBF First News Time 634. Pennsylvania State Police say following up on a traffic stop where they found marijuana led them to a fairly substantial home grow op in Susquehanna County. Authorities say they stopped 45-year-old Brady Snyder of Uniondale at around 9 p.m. last Wednesday and found some pot in his possession. The discovery of the marijuana prompted troopers to launch their investigation into suspected distribution of marijuana in the region. A search of Snyder's home on Bennett Road turned up a fully functional marijuana grow operation. Troopers say they confiscated 35 marijuana plants, several packages of marijuana, and packaging material. It's 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Everyone knows... Six thirty-eight WNBF. Bob Joseph with you at News Radio, and every day we're here asking a few questions. I think it's important. I usually, of course, stay here at the station till about ten o'clock each morning because, well, we have First News Binghamton, and then your live local talk program Binghamton Now. And after ten o'clock, I'll head out of the studio and out of the WNBF News Center and uh, maybe visit your neighborhood or other areas around here ask a few questions knock on a few doors and try to find out what's going on around here and when i get some answers put the story on the air at 12:90 a.m and 92.1 fm as well as on our website wnbf.com so always check on wnbf on air and online for the news you need of the Binghamton area. WNBF News Time 639. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 640 on your Wednesday morning. We have no issues to report that traffic backup approaching the downtown stadium has cleared up. That was interesting to see. So many thousands of people wanting to be at the Rumble Ponies game last night. There was a big backup coming downtown, especially on the Brandywine, but that sort of thinned out after the game got started. Very unusual for the Binghamton area. No problems. Again, as we start your Wednesday morning commute, forecast from the National Weather Service Partly sunny today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms late this afternoon. High 83, showers and thunderstorms tonight. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, low 60. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly in the afternoon, high 72. And then mostly sunny Friday with a high of 82. Right now, it's 60 at News Radio WNBF. For our listeners, primarily west of Broome County, be advised that there is a flood watch. A flood watch will be in effect for that area, including Tioga and Chemung counties, Tompkins County. Flood watch will take effect at noon today. 
Band of thunderstorms could cause heavy rainfall. Some areas could receive one to three inches of rain, locally higher amounts of five inches. If that happens, there would be flooding. If you wind up with five inches of rain, you know, flooding would be inevitable. But at this point, that would happen probably just in some isolated areas. Still, it'll be important to pay attention. That flood watch will be in effect from noon today till 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. Again, in Tioga County and areas to the west and north of Tioga County. Right now, 60 downtown Binghamton, WNBF at 642. Coming up from 8 to 10 today, our talk program, the Binghamton Now program. We'll be speaking live with uh, the Binghamton Rumble Pony studio, or rather Binghamton Rumble Pony's owner, David Sabatka, in the studio. Also, we'll speak live with a Republican candidate for governor, Harry Wilson, will be back on the program. Plus your phone calls, and it'll be today from 8 to 10, Binghamton Now on WNBF. 643 coming up. Sports with James Kelly. Are you one of News Radio 1290 WNBF. 645 time for sports on First News Binghamton with James Kelly. Big night. Big night last night with Max Scherzer at the uh, stadium. And uh, he uh, hurled, I believe, 65 pitches. Uh, managed to get out of the first inning with three strikeouts. So afterwards, he did talk to reporters uh, about how he was doing. He said, um, yeah, he feels strong. I went out there and accomplished what I thought I was going to do. Uh, I wanted to get uh, four ups in, uh, 65 pitches in. Uh, you know, was able to step on a few fastballs. I felt like that was a good thing. Was able to throw all my pitches uh, and then navigate. You know, in the fourth inning, you know, not not trying to go. You know, just kind of keep the governor on and, and you know make sure I don't get hurt there in the fourth. So, um, you know, did check all the boxes here. Came in. Uh, was also able to do a core routine afterwards to you know really stress it, kind of simulate even a fifth inning. Uh, you know, on my core. So, you know, I'm checking all the boxes. So, James, that was a big crowd last night. They said the um, official attendance was 7,491. I'm not sure that there were 7,500 people there. There were thousands of people there. Yeah, now, big crowd for Max Scherzer, and good to see that everybody stayed after the game. And he had a great start, three and a third innings, two runs allowed, six strikeouts. Uh, if Rumble Ponies end up not winning the game, they lost seven to six, but they also got a three-run home run from Francisco Alvarez. Uh, in big league news, the Yankees lost 5-4 to the Tampa Bay Rays. Nestor Cortez gave up two home runs in the first innings through 4.1 innings with four earned runs. Marwan Gonzalez hit a two-run homer, and DJ LeMahieu hit a two-run single. The Yankees are now 50-18, and 18. and today Aaron Judge will have his arbitration hearing where he submitted $21 million for the 2022 season, and the Yankees submitted 17, so a judge will have to decide which one of those he gets. The Mets lost 8-2 to the Houston Astros. Trevor Williams allowed three runs over four innings, and in one inning of work, Chasen Shreve allowed four runs. Pete Alonso hit a home run, and Eduardo Escobar hit a home run. The Mets are now 45-25. and 25. In the NHL, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs won the MVP, and in the NFL, Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement again. All right. As they say, stay tuned. Rumble Ponies action again tonight on News Radio WNBF with coverage beginning at 620.
with Jacob Wilkins on 1290 AM and 92.1 FM. WNBF News Time, 648. Even though people... Some money news now. Global shares lower as markets have shrugged off a Wall Street rally. They're awaiting congressional testimony from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. European benchmarks fell in early trading Wednesday after shares in Asia finished lower. Wall Street futures are down. Dow futures now are down 343. NASDAQ futures are down 181. Britain's inflation rate hit 9.1% in May. That was a new 40-year high and up slightly from the previous month. We'll have more money news throughout the day right here on News Radio. WNBF News Time 653. Time for a tech update with Kim Commando. The Los Angeles Times fell for it again. Another air taxi story. Claims that air taxis will soon be filling the LA skies drastically cutting commute times, but they won't, at least not anytime soon. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Secure online data, get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com Kim. Let's begin with Amazon drone deliveries. After 15 years of news hype, I've yet to see even one. This week, an LA Times story predicted that air taxis carrying people will be shooting around the Los Angeles skies in just five years. Three words, not gonna happen at least not yet. They'll require complex FAA-issued rules, years of testing, thousands of flight training hours, and licensing. Look, we don't even have enough pilots for summer airline travel. So before you tech writers tell us again about the wonders of air taxis, maybe you should make sure that they're actually real and ride in one first. Find breaking tech news at commando.com. With the countless threats on the internet, from phishing sites to password-stealing malware, you might think that the more security you have, the better. And while different programs can serve their purpose, you should only be using one antivirus program. Instead of trying to stack antivirus programs, pick one powerhouse for all your needs. I recommend TotalAV's industry-leading security suite. It's easy to use and offers the best protection in the business. In fact, it's received the renowned VB100 award for detecting more than 99% of malware samples for the last three years in a row. Cover up to five of your devices, whether they're running Windows, Mac, iOS, or Android, all under a single plan. And I've negotiated an exclusive introductory discount just for you. Right now, get the first year of Total AV for only $19 at protectwithkim.com. That's over 85% off the regular price. Head to protectwithkim.com today. Protectwithkim.com. Protectwithkim.com. And if you like tech news, we have more. For you coming up next hour 753 dave packer from abc we'll talk about 10 years of the tesla model s it'll be tech trends coming up next hour right here on first news binghamton wnbf news time 655 traffic and weather together now on news radio 1290 wnbf no trouble to report on area roadways today, of course. Be prepared for big delays on 434, the parkway eastbound from the University into downtown Binghamton because of the ongoing 
construction for the Greenway project. Look for alternate routes if you're in a hurry. The weather forecast, partly sunny today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 83, showers and thunderstorms tonight. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, low 60. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly in the afternoon, high 72. Mostly sunny Friday, high 82. National Weather Service has posted a flood watch for Tioga, Shemung, and Tompkins counties, as well as Bradford County, Pennsylvania. Flood watch will be in effect from noon today until 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. Some areas could receive a few inches of rain that could cause some potential flooding risk. WNBF News Time 656. What's all this? This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I'm Bob Joseph. It's Wednesday morning, the 22nd day of June. Good morning. You're listening to First News Binghamton. Plenty of information ahead in the next hour, including ABC with the National and World Update coming up next. Then, Kathy White, live from the WNBF News Center with your local and regional report. Also next hour, we'll have money news, entertainment news, and more tech news. Stay tuned. This is First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 7 o'clock. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 7.04. We have a few clouds around, but... Not too bad, considering we are looking at a potential for some heavy rain, some thunderstorms later on today. The forecast is calling for a 30% chance of precipitation to begin with, and then some possibility of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon that could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, a high today in the low to mid-80s. Now, the National Weather Service in Binghamton says there is a potential for flooding in some communities to the west of Binghamton for the latter part of the day and through the night tonight. A flood watch is in effect for an area that stretches from just west of Syracuse down to the northern part of Virginia. For Tioga County in New York and Bradford County in Pennsylvania, the watch is in effect from noon today till 1 a.m. tomorrow. Forecaster says there's a potential for some water problems due to the possibility of heavy rain from multiple thunderstorms. Some areas could see one to three inches of rain with locally higher amounts of up to five inches. The National Weather Service says excessive runoff could result in flooding of rivers, creeks, streams and other low-lying and flood-prone locations. The creeks and streams could spill their banks and flooding could be a problem in the usual urban poor drainage areas like underpasses. Residents are encouraged to monitor later forecasts and be alert for possible flood warnings should they be issued and be ready to take action. WMBF First News Time. It's 7.05. Endicott police are now releasing the name of the pedestrian who died after being hit by a car near a convenience store at North McKinley Avenue on June 6th. Police say 59-year-old Richard Gormandy of Endicott died of his injuries last week. The name of the 35-year-old Binghamton woman who had been driving the car has not been released, and police say they have not filed any charges at this time. Gormandy was hit by a Honda Acura leaving the parking lot of the Apple Food Store as he was crossing the street at North McKinley Avenue at Watson Boulevard. Shortly before 2 p.m., the man was taken to Wilson Hospital where he died. Police say their investigation is continuing and the woman driving the car 
has not been charged. The National Labor Relations Board is asking a federal court to order Starbucks to stop interfering with unionization efforts at its U.S. stores. It's the third time the board has filed a case in federal court against Starbucks since December when a store in Buffalo became the coffee chain's first location in decades to unionize. Since then, more than 289 U.S. stores, including most recently a store on the Vestal Parkway East in Broome County, have petitioned the NLRB to hold union elections, and at least 151 stores have voted to unionize. Starbucks opposes the unionization effort, saying its stores function better when it works directly with employees. The NLRB's regional director in Buffalo filed the petition Tuesday asking the court to order Starbucks to reinstate seven Buffalo employees it said were unlawfully fired while trying to find form a union. It also seeks to force Starbucks to bargain with a store whose union election was allegedly tainted by Starbucks' repeated anti-union activity. Earlier this month, Starbucks announced plans to permanently close a store in Ithaca that had voted to unionize. Employees at that store said the company is retaliating for their labor activism. Starbucks said it opens and closes locations regularly based its, and based its decision on staffing and other problems at the store. Alexandra Yeager, who successfully helped organize a Starbucks in Albany and recently transferred to the Vestal Shop, is spearheading unionization efforts at that location near the Town Square Mall, citing staffing and scheduling problems. WMBF First News Time, 708. City of Binghamton residents have a chance to get rid of some problematic trash this Saturday. The city is holding a free electronics drop-off from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Department of Public Works garage on Broad Street for Binghamton residents only. Items being accepted include televisions, monitors, computers, cell phones, and VCRs. Items not being collected, like countertop appliances, microwaves, landline telephones, and vacuums can be put out with the regular trash at the curb. The Broome County Landfill on Knapp Road also has designation collection days each month for all Broome County residents to drop off electronic waste free of charge. The fee on non-collection days is $5. If the City of Binghamton residents have questions about the upcoming drop-off day, they can call the Department of Public Works at 607-772-7080. And after a three-year layoff, an annual amateur basketball tournament in the region is coming back to Shenango County. The Gus Macker 3-on-3 basketball tournament will be held July 9th and 10th in Norwich. The benefits the Norwich family YMCA. Registration for teams is still being accepted as well as volunteers being signed up. You can find links to that information at our website, WMBF.com. It's 709 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 710, no trouble to report on 17, 81, 86, 88, 363, 434. All of your favorite routes. Everything appears to be okay at this time. No serious crashes or backups. We'll let you know if anything develops. On first news. On this Wednesday morning, here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. It could get interesting later today. It's starting off partly sunny, 
Chance of showers and thunderstorms developing late this afternoon, high 83. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, low 60. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 72. For Tioga County, as well as Tompkins and Chemung counties and some other counties out to the west and north of the Binghamton area, there will be a flood watch in effect today from noon until 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. Some areas might receive 1 to 3 inches of rain and potentially some isolated spots could wind up with as much as 5 inches of rain. If that happens, there certainly would be some flooding. So keep an eye on things around your home, especially if you live close to a stream or a river. And of course, stay tuned to News Radio WNBF for all the latest weather information throughout the day. Right now, it's 60 in downtown Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White and James Kelly. You're listening to First News Binghamton. Coming up next, James Kelly with sports, with the story on the Rumble Ponies game and the appearance by Max Scherzer in a Mets rehab assignment. It's coming up next here on WNBF and WNBF.com. Seven fifteen at WNBF. Max Scherzer opened things up for the Rumble Ponies at Morabito Stadium on Tuesday night. You put in all this work. You see the team playing great baseball. You want to be out there and competing and, and winning with them. So, uh, you know, for me, I, w- I want to be in the big leagues, not be a Rumble Pony. So he wants to get back to the Mets, and understandable as well. James Kelly with more on the big game. Yeah, that was Max Scherzer after a strong performance in front of a record crowd at Marabado Stadium. Well over 7,000 people in attendance, although the Rumble Ponies did lose 7-6. to six. Max Scherzer threw three and one-thirds innings, gave up two runs, and had six strikeouts. They got a three-run home run from Francisco Alvarez. And at the big league level where Max Scherzer wants to be instead of Binghamton, the Mets lost 8-2 to the Houston Astros. Trevor Williams gave up three runs over four innings. Chase and Shreve, in just one inning of work, gave up four runs. Pete Alonso and Eduardo Escobar hit home runs, and the Mets are now 45-25. and 25. Across town, the Yankees lost 5-4 to the Rays. Nestor Cortez Jr. gave up two home runs in the first inning four runs total in four and a third innings of work marwin gonzalez hit a two-run home run and dj lemayhu hit a two-run single the yankees are now 50 and 18 and later today aaron judge and the yankees will be meeting in their arbitration hearing to decide whether he'll be getting 17 million or 21 million for the 2022 season in the nhl austin matthews of the toronto maple leafs won the mvp award and in the nfl rob gronkowski announced his retirement yet again so Max Scherzer has uh, a nice contract, and as Steve Serby writes in the New York Post this morning, he said uh, Scherzer isn't one who's content collecting on his three-year, $130 million contract unless he's driven to chase a World Series, and he can't do that in Binghamton. So Buck Showalter, of course, will make the call on whether Max should be summoned to pitch in Miami on Sunday or whether the left oblique he strained on May 19th is better served waiting a turn. So we'll see what happens with Max. I think it was great he was in Binghamton, and I I just think that'll be a night so many of us will always 
remember the fact that we had an opportunity here on Henry Street in Binghamton at Moravado Stadium to see a pitcher of his caliber. Yeah, I guess I was spoiled coming from New York, getting to see those guys all the time. And now, you know, living in Binghamton, you know, imagine living in Binghamton your entire life. You don't really get the opportunity to see a guy at this point in his career. You might see the top prospect coming up, coming through the system, but you never know until you know. And, and now to have Max Scherzer come back and, you know, maybe Jacob deGrom in the future when he starts making rehab starts might make an appearance in Binghamton. We don't know that for sure. Yeah, I think I have uh, a Jacob deGrom bobblehead. The, um, the thing is, yeah, there have been so many over the three decades of double-A baseball here in downtown Binghamton. So many who went through that stadium. And, you know, Pete Alonzo, and just the list is long. And we've been very fortunate to see these players ultimately uh, go on to perform great things, whether it was with the Mets organization or with other teams. So it's, it's nice to see the young prospects on their way up. Yeah, but it's also nice to see the finished product at the end of his career, at the end of a Hall of Fame career, come back and say, yeah, I'll dominate 19-year-olds for a couple sure. innings, no problem. Sure. And, you know, it was great, uh, as as we knew after he wrapped up, after he uh, threw 65 pitches, we knew a certain amount of people would leave, leave the stadium, but I'd say about two-thirds of the people stayed. Yeah. And so it was a great game. There's still a lot to see with the Rumble Ponies. Yeah. Top three prospects, all here. Exciting exciting. James Kelly with sports on this Wednesday morning, WNBF News Time 719. Hi folks! Time now for Money News with Jim Ryan. Returning from their long holiday weekend, investors tried to claw back from last week's deep losses. The Dow Jones gained 641 points, more than 2% to close Tuesday at 3530. The Nasdaq and S&P 500 both rose around 2.5%. President Biden today will call on Congress to suspend the federal gas tax for three months and ask states to suspend their own gas taxes. Analysts suggest the impact on pump prices at the consumer level would be minimal. Home prices have risen into record territory. The National Association of Realtors says the median price for an existing home topped $407,000 in May, the highest in records that date back to 1999. Hundreds of pilots at Southwest Airlines were on informational picket lines in the carrier's hometown of Dallas Tuesday, protesting conditions they say are leading to delays and cancellations. Pilots unions across the industry are trying to pressure the carriers to boost pay and hire more pilots. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Taking a look at Wall Street futures right now. Dow futures are down 314. NASDAQ futures are down 163. We'll have more money news later this hour on First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time 722. Join Mark Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And at 724, we are joined by Karen Sweet O'Neill. And summertime and the living is easy. Oh man. Love summertime. Mm. Hi, Bob. Hi, good yeah. morning. Welcome back good to the morning. station. So do you have any uh, important information to convey to our 
listeners. See, our listeners tune in every week right around 7.20 on a Wednesday morning to get some helpful tips, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a good thing because some of these issues are, are a little complex, and occasionally, if you don't know someone who is clued in, occasionally they can be a, a little frightening for some people. Well, it can be confusing at best. That's well, for yeah. Sure. I yeah. mean, it's almost like a roundabout sometimes. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> exactly. So what we're talking about this morning, Bob, is a rule change for Medicare coverage for people that are going on Medicare. So starting in 2023, sounds like far away, but it's not, Medicare enrollees aren't going to have to wait as long for benefits to kick in. So the new federal regulation is expected to keep 65-year-olds from having to wait for their Medicare coverage to kick in regardless of when they apply during official enrollment periods. So the rule also is going to provide special enrollment windows for people who, through no fault of their own, didn't sign up when they were supposed to, which I think is one of the most important parts about this rule. So basically, under Medicare's current rules, people that turn 65 have a seven-month window to enroll. If they wait longer, they have to pay higher Part B premiums, and that's for as long as they get Medicare benefits. And Medicare uh, Part B benefits, I should say, that covers doctors' visits and other outpatient services. So here's how it works now. The seven-month initial enrollment period includes the three months before your 65th birthday, your 65th birthday month, and the three months following your 65th birthday. If you sign up before your 65th birthday, your coverage takes effect the month you turn 65 and become eligible for Medicare. But if you enroll the month you turn 65, your benefits start the next month. Also, if you sign up during any of the last three months, and this is what's key of your initial enrollment period, you have to wait two or three months for your coverage to kick in. So that can be very, very problematic for a lot of people because the general, Medicare's general enrollment period, they call it GEP, it runs from January 1st to March 31st, Bob, but there's a catch. So if you sign up during that period, you have to wait until July 1st for your coverage to become effective. Now, in, in what you were saying earlier, kind of scary. That's really scary. So this new rule changes that. So starting January 1st, 2023, as long as you apply for Medicare, dur- Medicare during any part, of that seven-month initial enrollment period or during the general enrollment period, your coverage is going to take effect the beginning of the following month. So why is that so important? Well, because you don't have to wait three or four months for coverage to begin. And one of the more important parts also is that the appropriations law is going to allow Medicare to establish special enrollment periods, and they're referred to as SEPs. That's going to help people whose unusual circumstances prevented them from signing up during their initial enrollment period. So some of those new steps are allowing somebody to enroll late who missed their initial period because they were affected by a natural disaster or other government-declared emergency, you know, like COVID, allowing someone to enroll who can show, and this is very important, that their employer gave them bad information that led them not to sign up when they were supposed to. We come across that all the time. 
And on a case-by-case basis, allowing people to enroll when circumstances beyond their control prevented them from enrolling during a government-prescribed period. That is very key because there's not a lot of gray area with Medicare, Bob. It's either black or white. Well, you didn't enroll this time. You don't have coverage until July 1st. Nothing we can do about it, that kind of thing. All that is going to be changing. Even if I called and... and, January 1st. Right. So even if I called and and begged and pleaded, they they would say, sorry, Bob, nothing we can do for you right now. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because that's the rule. All right. Mm -hmm. But I thought rules were meant to be broken. Okay. Anyway, if... uh, (laughs) I agree. All right, go ahead. (laughs) So... If people want to get in touch with you today for more information on this or other important insurance and financial guidance, what can they do? They can give us a call. And remember, you do need to call the area code first. You don't have to use one, but you have to call 607. And then our number is 772-4898. You can Google us at KSO Insurance. All our contact information comes up, or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. We're up on the parkway, 1708 Vestal Parkway East, up above Plato's Closet in Style Encore. Karen Sweet O'Neill, always a pleasure. Hope you have a great day. I hope you do, too. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. You're listening to First News on WNBF Binghamton. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 62 degrees at 730. The forecast for today for the greater Binghamton area. We're looking at a slight chance of showers, then maybe some afternoon thunderstorms that could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, otherwise partly sunny, and a high in the low to mid-80s. We'll have more on the weather coming up in just a little bit. The Press Freedom Group Reporters Without Borders says it believes that a Ukrainian photojournalist and a soldier who was accompanying him were coldly executed in Russian-occupied woodlands in the first weeks of the invasion. The bodies of Mask Levine and serviceman Olesky Chernoskov were found April 1st in woods north of Kiev. Reporters Without Borders says it went back to the wooded spot to investigate the circumstances, and the group released its findings in a report yesterday. It says it has turned over the evidence to Ukrainian investigators of war crimes. Fingerporting over the May 24th school shooting in South Texas is intensifying this week. In one corner is Texas Department of Public Safety Director Steve McCraw, who calls the local police response to the shooter an abject failure. Terrible decisions were made by the on-scene commander and should have never happened. But Uvalde Mayor Don McLaughlin is firing back. Colonel McGraw has continued to, whether you want to call it lie, leak, mislead, or misstate information in order to distance his own troopers and rangers from the response. Families of some of the 21 people who died in the shooting have already filed lawsuits against the gunman's family and the maker of the weapon he used. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. President Joe Biden today is going to be calling on Congress to take a big step to give Americans relief at the gas pump. 
President Biden today will call on Congress to suspend the federal gas tax for three months through the end of September. The White House says this will cost about $10 billion. The president doesn't have the authority to simply lift this tax. Congress must approve it. And for now, it doesn't appear there's support in either party to get this passed. Suspending the federal gas tax would save American consumers 18.4 cents per gallon at a time when gas prices are still hovering near all-time highs. President Biden will also call on states to temporarily suspend their gas taxes. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. WMBF First News Time 733. There is a possibility some parts of our region could be seeing some heavy rain and flooding from multiple thunderstorms late this afternoon and tonight. The National Weather Service in Binghamton has issued a flood watch from noon today to 1 tomorrow morning. Forecasters say there could be several thunderstorms dumping 1 to 3 inches of rain in the region, with some areas getting as much as 5 inches. Tioga County in New York and Bradford County in Pennsylvania are in the watch area. Excessive run Runoff from heavy rain could cause flooding in poor drainage areas, as well as on rivers, creeks, and streams. WMBF First News Time, 733. Binghamton Police are investigating an incident where it might be said a sport utility vehicle driver hit rock bottom in the Susquehanna River. A man apparently escaped injury after driving a sport utility vehicle into the Susquehanna near the Rock Bottom Dam on Binghamton's south side. Binghamton Police say the incident was reported around quarter of seven yesterday morning. Police and firefighters responded near the Park Diner on Conklin Avenue. Channel 34 News Director Jim Emke reported to WMBF that a witness who had been near the fishing access said the driver of a Toyota RAV4 had been driving back and forth along the riverbank and appeared to try to drive across the relatively shallow river until the SUV got stuck in a deep channel trench. According to a city official, the driver got out of the SUV on his own. No injuries reported. A fire department boat was launched, so a line could be attached to the vehicle to have it towed out. Binghamton police said were said to be questioning the driver. Police late yesterday morning said they had no information to release on the incident. Shenango County Sheriff's officials are investigating an incident late last night involving a chase through several municipalities and a trip to the hospital for a motorcyclist. Few details are available, but authorities reportedly pursued the biker starting around 11 p.m. in the town of Guilford. The chase ended in the town of Norwich. Emergency communications operators say one person was transported to a hospital and the motorcycle was the only vehicle involved in the interaction with law enforcement. There was no information available about what prompted the chase, the identity or the con- condition of that motorcyclist. Pennsylvania State Police say following up on a traffic stop where they found marijuana led them to a fairly substantial home grow-op in Susquehanna County. Authorities say they stopped 45-year-old Brady Snyder of Uniondale at around 9 p.m. last Wednesday and found some pot in his possession in the vehicle. The discovery of the marijuana prompted troopers to launch an investigation into suspected distribution of marijuana in the region. A search of Snyder's home on Bennett Road turned up a full functional marijuana grow operation. Troopers say they confiscated 35 marijuana plants, several packages of marijuana, and packaging material. It's 736, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 
738 at WNBF and WNBF.com. Bob Joseph with you, along with Kathy White and James Kelly. First News Binghamton, the information you need every weekday so you know what's going on in your neighborhood and your world before you step outside your home. You need to know what's going on, and we are here to brief you as you get started on your work day or whatever you have planned. Our talk show is on from 8 to 10 this morning, Binghamton Now, with plenty to talk about. One of our guests will be the Binghamton Rumble Ponies owner, David Sabatka, who will join us in the studio at about 8.30. Talk about a big crowd at Morabito Stadium last night. If you want uh, good local news, interesting local news, check our website, WNBF.com. It's been two months since Eliza Spencer was killed on Binghamton's east side. Who did it? Nobody seems to know. The investigation continues, and we continue to ask a few questions. I returned to the east side neighborhood, to the street, actually to the spot where Eliza Spencer was killed on April 21st. I was back there on Tuesday. And I wound up speaking with a man who has been repeatedly questioned by Binghamton police investigators, and he told me he even was taken down to the police station and given a lie detector test. We have details about that and more on the investigation on our website, WNBF.com. WNBF News Time, 739. Here's a question. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 740 WNBF, and from a traffic standpoint, we have no reports of any significant travel issues in Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties at the moment. If you see something, say something. You can always report traffic incidents on the tip line here at WNBF 607-772-1290. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service, partly sunny today with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after 5 p.m., high 83. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms, some storms could produce winds, gusty winds and heavy rain, low 60. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 72. Friday looks nice, mostly sunny, high 82 then a big warm-up for the weekend with temperatures in the upper 80s on Saturday and Sunday. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 60 at News Radio WNBF. National Weather Service has issued a flood watch for Tioga, Shemung, and Tompkins counties, as well as Bradford County in Pennsylvania. Flood watch will be in effect from noon until 1 a.m. So it starts at noon today, runs till 1 o'clock tomorrow morning. And uh, the forecasters say that area could receive a significant amount of rain, perhaps 1 to 3 inches, maybe even as much as 5 inches in some localized spots. If there is heavy rain, there ultimately could be a potential for flooding. So pay attention to your surroundings and keep updated with the latest forecast. If any warnings are issued by the National Weather Service, you will hear them here on News Radio WNBF 1290 AM 92.1 FM and streaming live at WNBF.com. WNBF News Time 743 coming up next, the sports 
with James Kelly and more on Max Scherzer in Binghamton. Million. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country is just an un imaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, W. WNBF. 7.45, it's sports time on WNBF. Max Scherzer was in Binghamton starting for the Rumble Ponies last night, but he's anxious to get back to Queens to play with the Mets after his uh, 65 pitches at Rumbletown last night. Max Scherzer spoke with reporters and made it clear that he's pretty excited with how his uh, teammates, the Mets, have been playing so far this season. The boys are playing good baseball right now. Uh, you know, they're taking care of business, um, up and down the lineup, you know, the pitchers going out there, uh, the whole staff is, is throwing the ball really well. So it's exciting to see. Uh, and that's what makes you want to join the team is, is and be out, back out there and winning baseball games with them. Max Scherzer speaking after his uh, 65 pitches last night in Binghamton and James Kelly. It was an exciting game. It was great for uh, both of us to, to have a chance to see Max Scherzer in person in downtown Binghamton. Yeah, before a record crowd, over 7,000 people there. Unfortunately, the Rumble Ponies lost 7-6, to six, but Scherzer threw three and a third innings, two runs, six strikeouts. Had a little trouble in the first inning, but worked out of it pretty decently. Got a three-run home run from Francisco Alvarez as well. He absolutely demolished that ball. Uh, and the big league club, the Mets, they lost 8-2 to the Houston Astros, so they could use Scherzer back. Trevor Williams gave up three runs over four innings. Chasen Shreve, one inning, four runs. Pete Alonzo and Eduardo Escobar hit home runs, and the Mets are now 45-25. and 25. Across town, the Yankees lost 5-4 to the Rays. Nestor Cortez Jr. gave up two home runs in the first inning, gave up four total over four and a third innings. Marwin Gonzalez hit a two-run home run, and then DJ LeMahieu hit a two-run single. The Yankees are now 50-18, and 18, with Aaron Judge's arbitration hearing scheduled for later today, where they'll decide if he's going to be making $17 million or $21 million. For the NHL, Austin Matthews of the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Most Valuable Player Award. And in the NFL, Rob Gronkowski announced his retirement yet again. And looking at the uh, performance of both the Mets and the Yankees this year, it is pretty pretty amazing. The uh, Times sports columnist of Victor Mather today uh, points out this is the first time in New York baseball history that... Uh, the two teams in the town have ever had a uh, winning percentage, average winning percentage of 699. And um, 
you know that i don't know if there'll be a subway series but who knows i think that would be fun i think that would be fun for some people yeah no it'd be great and you know 2000 was great you know, it's a good time to be a New York baseball fan, not a great time to be a New York baseball reporter because everything's going so well, there's nothing to talk about. Oh, that will change in time. We know inevitably there will be some controversy. Let's face it, between the, the Post and the Daily News, they'll find something. Something, oh, yeah. somehow, somewhere, because the back page needs to be filled. The back page for the tabloids in New York are the the back page is almost as important as the front page almost yeah can't just keep making puns about whatever player played well the night before exactly people aren't going to buy the paper that way james kelly with sports by the way coming up at about 8 30 or so we will have the owner of the binghamton rumble ponies david sabatka right here in the studio on binghamton now we'll talk about a big night and a big crowd at marabado stadium that'll be coming up next hour Right here on News Radio, WNBF News Time, 749. Don't miss the one. WNBF. 7.51 on WNBF on your Wednesday morning with Money News. Global shares lower as markets shrug off a Wall Street rally and await the congressional testimony of Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. European benchmarks fell in early trading Wednesday after shares in Asia finished lower, including in Japan, Australia, South Korea, and China. Dow futures are down 360. NASDAQ futures are down 171. President Biden is preparing to call on Congress to suspend the federal gasoline and diesel taxes for three months. It's a move meant to ease financial pressures at the pump. It also reveals the political toxicity of high gas prices in an election year. Administration officials say Biden wants to suspend the 18.4 cents a gallon tax on gas and 24.4 cents a gallon tax on diesel fuel. If gas savings were fully passed along to consumers, people could save 3.6% at the pump. Prices are averaging about $5 a gallon nationwide. Some lawmakers in both parties, though, have been skeptical about the idea. Britain's inflation rate hit 9.1% in May. That's a new 40-year high and up slightly on the previous month. We'll have more business news throughout the day right here on News Radio. WNBF and for local business news, be sure to check our website, WNBF.com. 7.53, time now for some tech news from ABC's Dave Packer. From ABC News Tech Trends, 10 years ago today, Tesla unveiled the Model S. Chad Kirshner with EV Pulse says the Model S shook up the electric car game when it hit the scene in 2012. The Model S is really that, that genesis point of okay, we're, we're going to take electrification seriously. And it ultimately became the catalyst for the electric cars that you see today. The Model S may have looked relatively conventional, but its skateboard design allowed for a front trunk. And on the inside, you got a 12-inch touchscreen, which Tesla would update just like a smartphone. This idea of your car being potentially having new features and new updates every couple of weeks, like that is... That is uh, hashtag Tesla innovation. But while the car's software is advanced, many complain Tesla hasn't updated the car's hardware outside of a few minor tweaks. Plus, there are people still getting 2022 Model S's today that are still having some build quality issues that are just, quite frankly, unacceptable. With Tech Trends, I'm Dave Packer, ABC News.
And of course, you can hear tech news every weekday morning here on WNBF, including Kim Commando's tech report at 6.53. WNBF News Time, 7.54. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 755. No active incidents to report. No serious crashes or backups around the Twin Tiers at the moment. Now, the forecast from the National Weather Service. It's starting off calm, but it could get interesting later today with storms coming through. Today, partly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms starting around 5 p.m., high 53. Showers and thunderstorms tonight. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, low 60. A flood watch will be in effect for the area west and north of Broome County. That includes Tioga County. Flood watch in effect from noon until 1 a.m. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms late in the day. High 72 and then for Friday mostly sunny. High 82. Right now in downtown Binghamton it's 60 at WNBF. Do you need a new car? Or maybe you just need a late model used car. Something that's dependable and affordable. Something that you can use for your summer adventure. Yes, you probably want to take a summer adventure. You probably haven't been able to travel much over the past couple of years. If you're going to do travel by car, you want a dependable vehicle. And you can get great late model used car or a new vehicle from Miller Motors on the Parkway in Vestal. Check the Miller Auto team for new Hondas and Hyundais. They'll explain what the options are, what they can uh, find for you. You may have to order it, but they will give you a good idea of what would be just right for you and your family. Miller Motors on the four, at 4455 Vestal Parkway East in Vestal will be open today from 9 to 6. The Miller Auto team there to serve you on the parkway right across from Binghamton University. WNBF News Time, 757. Join Mark Patrick. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. WNBF News Time, 8 o'clock. 